Good afternoon. It's just about to go 12 o'clock on uh, Wednesday, the 23rd of May. And uh, the JC is getting a bit of a thumping uh, as I look at uh, the the uh, price graph of the All Share Index. But uh, coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to be starting by speaking to Soho Sun CEO Jacques Boyson regarding the full year results uh, to the end of March. Uh, headline earnings per share falling a little bit there. Uh, but we'll be getting a bit of insight from him around uh, how plans are progressing with its uh, investing and uh, its uh, initiative to to continue to grow. And then following that, we'll be delving into the markets with Ashburton's Wayne McCurry. So that's uh, the agenda for the show today. Remember, the show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Is the land expropriation without compensation plan the biggest threat to the new dawn as promised by new president Cyril Ramaphosa? Can SA make any progress against the background of increasing protest action, strikes and low economic growth? Attend the Brenthurst Wealth SA Quo Vada seminar series hosted in association with MoneyWeb to hear the insights of five leading experts. Magnus Haystack of Brenthurst, Ralph Mateja, political analyst, Magda Verzitska of Signia, Glenn Owen of Momentum, and Jean-Pierre Fastard of Fairtree Capital. Bookings at www.quicket.co.za. Search for Brenthurst. Right, you're back with the uh, MoneyWeb at Midday show today. Soho Sun announced full year results to the end of March. It saw income up 6% to 14 billion rand. EBITDA up uh, 4% to 5.3 billion rand and adjusted headline earnings per share down 5% to 1 rand 97. The final dividend remained unchanged at 70 cents. A little bit earlier today, I spoke with Jacques Boyson, the CEO, and uh, asked for his reaction to the numbers and this is what he gave us. So Jacques, just give us your uh, reaction to the numbers that you've uh, that you've delivered today. Income up uh, 6%. Uh, but the adjusted headline earnings per share down 5% to 1 rand uh, 97. Uh, just take us through what you thought about uh, the result. Yeah, I think given the, the macroeconomic environment that, that we're operating in, quite, quite a sort of, I would say, pleasing results under the circumstances. Uh, I have to say, though, that the, the, you know, the growth of 6% in revenue and 4% in EBITDA that is flattered a bit by we bought the two alternative gaming businesses, uh, Galaxy Bingo and Bukane LPNs, uh, and they were included in these results for four months and, and 10 days. So, But even if you take them out, then we would have had 1% growth on income and, and flat on EBITDA. And I think, you know, just looking at the environment we're in, we're very conscious of, of obviously cost containment and our organic overhead growth is 1%. So I think you know what we need is we need more revenue, and that's both on the casino side, uh, on the alternative gaming side, and on the hotel side. Uh, costs are well under control. Uh, we've seen a bit of turn in the sentiment recently, but it hasn't translated into spend yet, and that's that's what we're looking forward to. All right, great. But uh, I think there's a there's a lot going on uh, internally with the company. Uh, just take us through exactly what is happening in terms of this uh, restructuring that you're doing, uh, partially involving Nivius uh, and uh, and uh, one of Nivius's shareholders, HCI. Yes. So, so what happened there is that uh, Nivius had the two alternative gaming businesses called Galaxy Bingo and Bukane LPNs. And we acquired those two businesses with effect from the 20th of, of November uh, last year. 
and essentially we, we paid 1.7 billion in cash and we issued 98 million in, in additional shares for that. And that's why there is the, uh, you know, if you look at our adjusted earnings, that's only down 1%, but the adjusted earnings per share is down 4% because of the increased number of average shares that we had in the year. Now, those two businesses did give us in the four months, uh, you know, revenue of 625 million and 238 million in, in EBITDA. And what we've also done, if you look on our website, on our uh, presentation slides of the results, we've just done an, an full year illustrative numbers for them, which would have shown or, or does show uh, 1.6 billion revenue and 587 million EBITDA. So we're quite pleased with where they are, and, and uh, you know, that's sort of the, the numbers that we were projecting when we when we decided to to purchase them. Okay, uh, you've also continued to invest in your growth strategy, saying that uh, uh, you spent 3.3 billion uh, rand during the year. Uh, you've got uh, besides those acquisitions, uh, the uh, the continued construction of the 1.6 billion expansion and refurbishment of the Suncoast Casino and Entertainment World. Uh, when is that expected to uh, to conclude and be and uh, be completed? Yeah, the pre-day will, will open in July of, of this year, and then the rest of the development will open in, in December. And, and we're actually quite quite excited about that because Suncoast, despite the uh, you know the disruption there, it, it's gone down slightly in, in gaming revenue. But we have had recently a number of, 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 of weekends where we've had higher handle at Suncoast, even with 200 machines switched off for the re- renovation and refurbishment, than we had at Monte Casino. So we're looking forward to, to opening that whole development. Okay, great. And then uh, I see that as well you've uh, invested in a 125-room Stay Easy in Maputo, Mozambique, uh, which opened yes. during uh, April, so just after your reporting period. Uh, how's, uh, how's trading been progressing there, and uh, do you have any other plans to invest in Mozambique? Yeah, look, it's, it's still early days, uh, but you know, obviously there's going to be some synergy. The way we're going to run this stay easy, it's very close to the existing Southern San Maputo. So there will be quite a bit of shared services in like laundry and administration, housekeeping, all of those sort of things. Uh, and it's only re- recently opened. Its official opening is only in, in June. But we certainly think that uh, you know if there's a turnaround in, in the Mozambique economy, it'll do extremely well where, where we're situated there. Okay, great. Now, just outside of these uh, the, these current plans, I mean, uh, uh, just take us through how your, uh, your your balance sheet is looking at the moment, and uh, certainly whether you're comfortable uh, with the level of debt at this point. Yeah, we we certainly comfortable. Look, our, our debt levels are higher than they've been in the past. We're sitting at about twelve and a half billion rand worth of debt, debt, but we're still quite comfortable with the debt to EBITDA at about two point four uh, times. Uh, so we've got, you know, we've got enough capacity if if a good opportunity comes along to do it. But what it does mean is that we we're not out there buying everything that moves. You know, we we certainly uh, aware of the fact that our debt levels are higher than they used to be. But the reason for that is in these bad times that we've been buying up, you know, excellent assets at, at very good prices. Uh, you know, we started the, before the downturn in 2008. We started with a very, very low debt level, and we've used that to, to acquire businesses and, and, and buildings and the like, you know, that, that we know will stand us in good stead into the future. All right, great. Uh, perhaps just a, then a final word, Jacques, on, on uh, uh, what you're, you're hoping to achieve in the, in the year ahead. In the year ahead, we've got quite a few things that, that look interesting for us. The one is that the Western Cape have now published draft legislation that, that uh, 
would allow the relocation of one or more of the outlying casinos into the metropole, so we're quite excited about that. Uh, Suncoast, as I said, that's obviously on the go. Uh, then we're also opening a, a garden court in Kitwe in Zambia in June of this year. And then in the pipeline also to open in the second quarter of next year is a Southern Sun in Accra in Ghana. So, so quite a few things going on at the moment. And, uh, and I imagine that certainly uh, we, we saw the uptick in sentiment, but uh, I guess what you'd like to see is um, that sustained certainly. I mean, if you just look at the kind of hotel uh, revenue that you generate, uh, do you have figures on hand which indicate how much come from internal tourists and business travel versus uh, tourists from outside the country? Yeah. Yeah, foreign tourism is, is relatively small, apart from Cape Town. Cape Town is, is yeah, there I would say foreign tourism is, is a sizable number. Uh, and obviously with, with the recent water crisis and all the stories about that, uh, Cape Town was, was quite negatively affected by that. But I'm hoping that will turn around and that the message will get through that Cape Town is open for business. You know? uh, in the rest of the country, not really that much in, in leisure. We, most of our hotels are sort of in business nodes, business travel, corporate travel, association travel. Uh, Durban, obviously, you've got some, some times of the year that there's some leisure in there. Uh, but, but as you say, you know, both on, on, the, on the consumer confidence, on the gaming side, and on the business confidence, if that picks up, it should, should give us a boost in hotels as well. That was Jacques Boyson, the CEO of Soho Sun. MoneyWeb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors. Through our Click and Advisor offering, Advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients. To find out more, visit www.moneyweb.co.za. Time to look at the uh, markets and uh, the JC All Share Index down 1.2% at this point to 57,441. Uh, and it's red across the bourse. Uh, industrials down three quarters of a percent. Financials down one percent. Gold mining down over three quarters of a percent. But resources really getting hammered uh, down two and a quarter percent at this point. Behind Nuspers on the uh, as the most traded shares on the bourse uh, are the resource companies Anglo American and BHP Billiton, uh, followed by Standard Bank and Mr Price. Sassel's also in the top ten. Uh, and uh, let's just have a look and see how that's reacting to the currency. Uh, not a big move thus far in uh, the Rand dollar exchange rate today. Uh, the Rand has lost roughly nearly half a percent to the US dollar. It's trading at 12 Rand 62, but uh, making very marginal gains against the pound and the euro. Uh, roughly up uh, one tenth of a percent against the pound to 16 Rand 87, uh, and just. 0.04 percent uh, against the euro, where it's trading at 14 rand 80. Uh, gold is at 1,297 dollars an ounce. Uh, that's uh, up about a third of a percent, and platinum up one percent to 909 dollars, while palladium is is just ever so marginally weaker at 990 dollars an ounce. Uh, here to talk markets and company news is Ashburton's Wayne McCurry. Good afternoon, Wayne. Hi there, Warren. A lot of stuff happening at Soho Sun. Uh, there, uh, there's a move now, uh, clearly by HCR, to become more involved there. Uh, do you interpret that's going to be positive for the company? Well, you would hope so, yes. Um, they've had a tough time. So uh, the, the debt level is still a concern for investors? I would think so. Look, I mean, they, they are obviously trying to 
diversify out, but they've incurred a lot of debt in the shorter term, and that is of, of, of some concern, yes. Now, I think they did do an equity raise a, a few weeks ago. Do you expect that that might need to be topped up at some point in the in the near future? It's quite possible. I mean, we've got to get we've got to get some indication from management and and and, and the shareholders as to what uh, what the options are. But it could easily be a possibility. Yes. Uh, the other company that reported uh, the consolidated financial results for the year ending March was Raynet Investments, obviously an investment holding company managed and controlled mm. by uh, Mr. Rupert. Uh, what, uh, you know, we kind of look at these results just to see if there have been any big shifts in the investment portfolio because this, this, this acts almost in the same way as Remgro does. It just has. Uh, an international bias. Uh, are you satisfied with the rate at which uh, investments have been deployed by selling the batch shares into uh, some other things that investors can't get exposure to? Look, over time, over time, if you were shareholder in Renet, you would trust that the movement from British American tobacco to other listed shares is done in a prudent, controlled manner, which which it will be, and there's no big rush to divest out of the BAT at the moment. And BAT is still by far the biggest share in that portfolio. And quite frankly, knowing all the risks and knowing everything to do with smoking and that, and the latest results and the conversion to electronic cigaretting, cigarettes, etc., etc., British American tobacco actually looks quite cheaper. So Renette is still driven by what happens in British American tobacco. And it will obviously over time go into other investments, but I think that's a longer-term time horizon. All right. Uh, the other big news today, obviously Steinoff Africa Retail, or STAR as it's referred yeah. to, completed a massive refinancing of some 18 billion rand, as I, as I've, uh, yes. as I read. And uh, uh, the bulk of that, I think 16 billion, will be sent to uh, the parent company Steinoff International Holdings NV uh, in the form they'll convert yes. that into euros as far as I'm aware. Interesting market reaction though, Wayne. Uh, Star, now that it's got this third-party debt and has relieved itself of the shareholder loan, is up 5% today. Uh, Steinoff International yep. Holdings, obviously going to be in receipt of these proceeds now, is down almost 5%. Uh, was, it, was that a bit Look. of a strange reaction to you? Now, look, what happens to the Steinoff main company share price, I don't think is even really influenced by this. There are many, many, many other factors involved there. And it could have gone up 10 or down 10. You know, you just simply do not even, you've got no clue whatsoever about what's going to happen to that share price. But Star still has debt. They just no longer owe the debt to Steinoff, and they are paying, as far as I know, a slightly lower interest rate. The interesting thing is, is that a lot of that money is going to stay in South Africa. Not all is going to Europe because they've got to get Reserve Bank approval to it. And what we do know about the Reserve Bank is they have allowed Star, they have allowed Steinhoff to repatriate a portion of the debt out of, portion of the assets out of South Africa back to Europe, but not all that they requested. And any subsequent request by Steinhoff inside South Africa to send money to Europe on the repayment of all of the star debt, I think will be treated the same way by the Reserve Bank. They will allow some to go out, but not all. So it's not an automatic assumption that all of these reproceeds 
will go back to Europe from the Steinhoff operation that they have here in South Africa. So not all, unfortunately, will go back to Europe, but it still comes off. You know, it's still a repayment of an asset that they will now have in cash rather than in a loan account. All right. Uh, I guess very interesting uh, just just uh, seeing what's going on there, Wayne. Uh, I think uh, the, the move today, just on the markets quickly, uh, yes. resources seem to be uh, taking a bit of a hit. Uh, has there been any uh, clear indication as to why the trading has been so negative? Look, I think there's two things here, and they both relate to the United States, and they, you can say they both relate to President Trump. After some good news on the trade talks with China, President Trump came up yesterday and said he's not happy with what China's conceding uh, and the way the talks are going, so now automatically everyone's worried about trade wars again. And then the other story is North Korea. Now, after seeing like, seeming like something was on the go there and the positive, now everyone's backtracking and the talks might not be held, and the North North Korea, after being all sort of happy about these talks and happy about some sort of reconciliation with America, they're now taking a very aggressive stance again and saying this is off the table and that's off the table. So quite frankly, it's the same old story all over and over again. But the last couple of days, we've heard good news on that front, or the last couple of weeks, we've heard good news on that front, on the combined two fronts. Now, unfortunately, last night and today, we're hearing bad news. And that's why the resource shares are coming down. As, uh, as uh, I guess, is the natural path for anything of significance, uh, like like a summit between the U.S. and North Korea, there will be meandering. And uh, I'm sure you've seen it in the corporate environment, uh, Wayne, with uh, big deals that go uh, on and off and round and round. Yes. Um, but uh, I suspect that it'll, there, there might be a positive development in the near future. Um, but always, always yeah, good. Sir. Yeah, always good talking, and I'm sure we'll be catching up soon. Thank you. That was Wayne McCurry from Ashburton Investments. Remember that the show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saiga.co.za. And that brings us to the end of another MoneyWeb at Midday show. Uh, remember, as always, our English and Afrikaans-speaking shows kick off at 6 p.m. on RSG and SAFM. Uh, and I'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Cheers for now. 